I'm Dr. Sky, and welcome once again to the Dr. Sky Podcast, episode number 102, as we provide you with the greatest information from the realms of astronomy, space, aviation, and weather. And if you'd like to email me, that's easy. It's Dr. Sky Show, D-R-S-K-Y Show at gmail.com. And thank you for listening to our well over decade long radio show here on KTAR News 92.3 FM. The Dr. Sky Show, proudly and on purpose, 3 a.m. Saturday mornings. Hope you'll tune in during that so-called bewitching hour. But we have lots of things to talk about that make sense. So here we go. Third week of September 2022. And you know what, folks? It looks like to me and many others that the long monsoon might be over. So if you wanted a lot of rain, you probably got it. Never enough. But from the astronomy world, this might be the beginning of beautiful nights, cooler mornings, and much more to see in the sky. So let's begin as we talk about things that go in the nighttime sky as we move toward our earlier sunset. Notice sunset is coming just around 6.30 p.m. local time. And since we never change time in this particular state, Arizona, we of course find out that the rest of the nation will change with a few exceptions in a few states as we move into November as they change from daylight saving time to standard time. Why do I mention it? Because now there's a great opportunity for you and yours to take a look at this nighttime sky, whether you're in America's fifth largest city, Phoenix, Arizona, or for that matter, anywhere in Arizona, and also many of our friends and guests that join us from other locations around the nation and around the world. So here we go. We find out that the moon was on its last quarter phase on the 17th, which means it rose right around midnight and is high in the south by around sunrise. But this waning crescent moon now is an interesting thing to watch. Early morning sky watchers will see this particular planet and this particular object, I should say, the moon, encroaching on some of the other planets in the solar system. But notice also that the new moon comes. This is a great time. The 25th of this month is another of the new moons. So what I'm going to talk about here is getting you prepped during the early evening, just after sunset, because the moon will not be out and you can take advantage of seeing some of these pre-fall objects. Now don't forget, we arrive at the autumnal equinox that occurs on the 22nd, just around 6 p.m. here, Mountain Standard Time in Arizona. But folks, as we reach that position, the autumnal equinox, here's the great information that I wanted to get out in episode 102 here of the Dr. Sky Podcast. Take a look if you have dark skies. Look up into the northeast part of the sky. You'll see a constellation there known as Cassiopeia. She's the queen of Ethiopia, emblazoned in the sky. It looks like a big W in the sky, high up in the northwest. Now, that's the Milky Way. Continue as you move almost to the overhead point. Now, I'm talking around 9 p.m. local time. The great constellation of Cygnus the Swan is nearly overhead. And the three stars that make up the summer triangle, the rather bright star known as the Nev in the constellation of Cygnus, the star Vega, and also the star Altair, they form this big summer triangle nearly overhead. But what I'm trying to remind you is, is that the summer Milky Way, or the now fall Milky Way, is nearly overhead at this time. So if you have a lawn chair or something that you want to sit in and you have a pair of binoculars, in the darkest of skies, scan through that region nearly overhead. You'll be looking at an area in the constellation of Cygnus the Swan where the Milky Way kind of breaks up. It's called the Dark Rift. Now, it's not really a hole or, you know, a lack of stars per se. It's large galactic dark material that blots out a lot of the stars that are in the sky there. But wow, 
Taking a look at binoculars, you'll get to see a better view than people with telescopes, per se. Because remember, binoculars give you a wide view of the sky. So absorb and breathe in deep the beauty of the summer, now almost autumnal equinox, or fall, Milky Way. Then follow it all the way to the southwest, and you'll come right into the great constellation of Sagittarius, the Archer. This is the hub, or core, of our Milky Way galaxy. Now, if you pull out a star chart, the constellation itself of Sagittarius looks like a teapot in the sky. And don't forget, here at the Dr. Sky blog and podcast, the Dr. Sky blog at ktar.com, just search for blogs, you can download your very own star chart, courtesy of skymaps.com. That's a free service. So if you'd like to do that, if you're a teacher, an educator, say a senior citizen, or somebody who just doesn't have or use a smartphone to observe the nighttime sky, that star chart will be much in demand. Also for planets, let's take a look at those. It's easy to see that we're going to now see about three major planets in our skies in the evening sky just after sunset. Look high up into the southeast at sunset, the planet Saturn as it moves through the constellation of Capricorn the Seagull, and then easily by around 8 p.m., maybe even 9 p.m. for some people that have an obstructed view of the high southeastern part of the sky or east, the mighty planet Jupiter is there. Let me tell you, folks, I've been watching this over the last few nights in large binoculars, in the telescope, and it's nothing but impressive because Jupiter, as I mentioned last week, comes to opposition by the 26th. What does that mean? It means it arises at sunset. It's in our sky all night. You can't miss this beauty because it now will be almost negative 2.9 in magnitude. What does that mean? It means it's one of the brightest objects in the sky other than the sun, the moon, and the planet Venus. So take a look at Jupiter, tell your friends about it. There's so much detail to be seen in higher-powered telescopes, the great red spot, the bands, the belts, and all the other good things, and the never-ending dance of the beautiful Jovian satellites, eclipsing and moving in front of the planet. And then if you continue to stay up, right around 11 p.m., if you look in the northeast, you'll see two orangey-looking objects. The fainter one that's to the right is the star Aldebaran in Taurus, Yes, we left the best for last. The planet Mars, easy to see with the naked eye, but better in a telescope. You're going to start to see what is a gibbous Mars, meaning like that of a moon that's just a little bit before full or just after full. And you may see a polar cap or so. So take a look at Mars. It gets closer to the Earth as we move toward the end of this year. And particularly late November and early December are going to be the best for the planet Mars. So much more about that later. But don't forget, we travel to the high deserts of Arizona, the Wild Resort and Spa. Check out wildresort.com. Wildresort.com. You're going to be able to check out all of what we do with the Dr. Sky programs. The next evening with me, Dr. Sky, at the beautiful The Wild Resort and Spa in West Sedona will be Tuesday night, September the 27th. You can make your reservations, of course, or call them. And find out more, because we do these observations with really good telescopes, binoculars, a laser show that we put on to point out objects. And that is something that we do in what's called the Grove. It's a beautiful area, very special area, where you and your family can enjoy the nighttime sky. And if you're not a fan of traveling, as distance of uh, Sedona may be a lot for some people, but you can also join us on the beautiful Dolly Steamboat, our next Dr. Sky Cruise to the Cosmos. Mark it down. Still room, still time to get your tickets. 
Saturday evening, September the 24th, sailing dockside at 5.30 p.m. Call them during normal business hours and request that Dr. Sky Cruise. A fabulous gourmet meal. You get me, of course, to talk about the sky. A few gifts to give out to the children. And a great pointing of the laser to the amazing objects in the sky. And maybe we'll bring the binoculars this time to show you things which are still spectacular in the sky. Yes, you can call them at 480-827-9144. That's 480-827-9144. Or simply go to Dolly Steamboat. Com. Don't forget, I'm your navigator on the highway to the heavens. Always remember to keep your eyes to the skies. Again, our email, drskyshow at gmail.com. And you can hear us around the nation and around the world every Monday night on the big national radio show, Coast to Coast with George Noring. I appear there Mondays in the news segment talking about these same events. And also our new relationship with 77 Talk Radio WABC in New York we do similar things like we do here as we expand our presence around the nation and around the world. And don't forget our aviation site, photorecon.net. I'm sure they'll have a bunch of uh, pictures and images and movies from the great Reno races. Until next time, clear skies, health and happiness. I'm Dr. Scott.